All right, welcome to the 39th edition of the Sports Mashup here on November 24th, Wednesday. Not recording this on Wednesday, but that's besides the point. Uh, in the NBA, is that's where we start. And uh, the Kings, I'll start with the Kings real quick, just because they fired Luke Walton after another abysmal start of the season. And the thing is here is this was never a good hire to begin with because I'd love to see the evidence of Luke Walton ever being a good coach, other than the fact that he was the coach when Steve Kerr missed time due to surgery with the Warriors when the Warriors went like 39-4. and four. Yeah, and I mean, we talked about this for the season when they signed him to that extension. Um, that might have been right just, after the end of the year, how I we just, didn't know how they gave him that extension. I don't get the idea that he's a good coach. It, it, there's no evidence, none in the league other than the Warriors and the Warriors were a team that season. That is the team that went 73 and nine. That is a team that did not need coaching. No, I, I think it was after the season. Cause we talked about maybe him leaving and going to coach Arizona. Yeah. That would have been disastrous. Cause you look at what they are right now in, in college basketball, they're very good. But um, so the Suns have won 13 in a row, started out one and three. I was panicking a little bit, one and three. They look pretty bad, but their schedule's been pretty favorable. That's fair to say, but they've won 13 in a row. You don't do that by accident. And uh, they'll try to do it when again. Doing this without the big men. Yeah, they've had a lot. Aiton's missed many games. Kaminsky's missed a few. Saric is still out. Uh, JaVale McGee's been very good, like very good. Like he's doing things that a starter would do, and he's usually not the starter, so. He's been good, though. Yeah, I mean, and then you get LeBron James gets a one-game suspension, and Isaiah Stewart gets two games after Saturday's tussle in Detroit where LeBron and Stewart were also ejected. I don't I don't get how Stewart gets more games than LeBron here. No. Jay Williams was complaining about earlier. Like, you, he – LeBron elbows him. He should get a suspension if you're going to suspend anybody. Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah Stewart then doesn't touch a Laker. He's only trying to push through his own teams and coaches. He never touches a Laker, and yet he gets two games, and he's the one who's cut and bloodied. Yeah, the league doesn't like what Stewart did, right or wrong, and I think that this should be flipped if they're going to suspend Stewart at all, give him one game at the most, and then LeBron gets two. But, of course, it's a, an image thing, and they're probably going to use the cop out of, well, LeBron's never done this before. So that's just usually how the sports leagues handle this. Yeah, and their game one of the suspensions were tonight. LeBron and Stewart both sat. Yeah. Almost had another malice at the Palace. Would have been pretty interesting. Yeah, and that's another Jay Williams. Somebody's like, they were talking about because it's Detroit, blah, blah. And he's like, that also had the fan interaction where this yeah. was no fans. Yeah, that's true. The only thing that Stewart did that was like crazy was when he ran through the tunnel and then act like he was going to come around through the side tunnel. Yep. Uh, but you got Clay Thompson participates in full practice, hopeful for a Christmas return. But Steve Kerr said no actual date set. But if he could, if he came back for that Christmas Day game, who do they play Christmas Day? They play the Phoenix Suns. That is a very sexy game if these teams keep these records up because you got 15 and 2, 14 and 3 right now, two best teams in the league record wise. That's uh, pretty good. Adding I mean, that roster, though, too. Yeah, it's gonna. I mean, you look at Wiggins is back. Curry's been insane. Curry's gonna win MVP, I think. Jordan Poole's been really good. They don't have Wiseman back yet. Wait till he gets back. Yeah, they're very good. They're back. I mean, if anybody thought Golden State was going away, they got another few years of a window here with Curry and Thompson. So Draymond also said he found the love for the game again. 
That happens when you win, you know. They've had so many injuries. Since that 2019 finals against Toronto, KD goes down, then leaves. Clay's been out since then. Curry's had injuries in between then and now. A lot of turnover with the roster, so they're back. Mm-hmm. Uh, NFL, the Patriots are the best team in the league playing right now. So I don't think that overall they're the best team, but they are playing the best football. They beat Atlanta 25-0 Thursday Night Football. Just a dominant defensive effort. As someone who has the Patriots defense on my fantasy team, 28 points for them. We both have them. Four interceptions, four sacks, one defensive touchdown. They picked off all three quarterbacks that Atlanta has. Matt Ryan threw two picks. Felipe Franks came in, threw a pick on one throw, and Josh Rosen threw a pick. So Atlanta's bad. Like Their record is better than they actually are. And yeah. Mac Jones is like a seasoned vet already. Well, you have to think beginning of the year, they still had Calvin Ridley and Cordero Patterson. Yep, both of those guys were not playing in this game. I mean, the thing with Mac Jones, though, going back to New England, when you're that accurate and you're in that good of a system, I mean, it just it's it's a lot easier for a guy like him to come into. I mean, he's so accurate. Like he throws the ball where he wants to 90% of the time. Like I said, he should have been a higher taken quarterback. I I thought San Francisco was gonna get him, and I thought that. At the time, I think a lot of people, maybe even me, thought that that might have been a reach to get him at three, but it's not going to end up being that with the way that he looks. Yeah, the Patriots mean. got a, a steal. Yep, and the good thing for him is he's got a good old line in front of him, a good system, a lot of weapons, and a lot of revitalized weapons. Kendrick Bourne's producing, Nelson Aguilar's producing, Hunter Henry yeah. has been one of the most productive tight ends. Not even Hunter Henry, too. He also has Jonu Smith. Yep. So Belichick can go back to running his two tight end offense. Yep. That's why Belichick is the best coach in the league and he's the best GM in the league. It's just, it's, he's so smart when it comes to everything. But uh, the two number one seeds going into the day in the respective conferences, Green Bay and Tennessee, they both lose. Titans a little bit more embarrassing. Titans losing to the Texans. Green Bay lost in a shootout to Minnesota. And it's a divisional game. You just never know what happens in divisional games. And this was another divisional game Texans, Titans. But Houston beating the Titans. Tannehill was really bad. And then it makes just, you really and then I'll just jump Tannehill. to it. And now the Titans released or waived Peterson after three games. Yeah, I've, I didn't know that if that would last very long. I'm a little bit surprised they got rid of him already, but I don't yeah, know. Didn't really give him much a shot. They didn't run yeah. the ball that much Sunday. Tannehill threw four picks in the rain. They're throwing the ball that much. So. Very interesting game. It's just I think they'll be fine. But another slop fest of a game was Browns Lions, thirteen to ten. The Browns win. Tim Boyle, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield playing hurt. I really don't understand why he's playing hurt. Honestly, you look at it, a different situation. Arizona, Kyler Murray, they're resting him. I know the record's better and they're leading their division. They're resting Kyler Murray and Hopkins and Hopkins. And they have Colt McCoy that they trust. Why is Cleveland paying Case Keenum seven million dollars? if they're not going to trust him to play and let Baker heal up for a few weeks. Like, I don't understand that. They already played one game with Case Keenum, and they won. I don't get it. Uh, no Lamar, no problem for the Ravens. And especially going against the Lions. That's true. And why did Goff not play? Uh, he's got an injury. I don't remember what the injury is, but I don't know if he's going to play this so Thursday. No, so. no golf. So, yeah, why would you not play Keenum? It's just it doesn't make any sense. Baker has like four different injuries in his left shoulder. I know it's not his throwing shoulder, but still, if he gets hit, it's a problem. But whatever. Uh, no Lamar, no problem for the Ravens. They beat the Bears. Tyler Huntley, a quarterback, first career start, game-winning drive. No resistance from the Bears defense. They're going to have a lot of issues. They're already having a lot of issues. They're going to have a lot of issues with Khalil Mack being out for the season. 
And I was surprised that Huntley was a quarterback because last year the backup was uh, the ex-Penn State quarterback, McSorley. Chris McSorley, yeah. He just because got signed he, by Arizona off the practice squad. He was another RPO quarterback that could come in and play just like Lamar did. They had RG3, too, there. But see if Lamar comes back this week. They got uh, Sunday night against the Browns, I believe. Yeah. We might have a Keenum versus Huntley matchup if uh, things don't go right. Uh, the Dolphins, they've won three in a row quietly. They were uh, not looking too good, and here they are. They've beaten Houston, Baltimore, and they beat the Jets 24-17, East Rutherford, Tua. Another solid game for him. I thought Joe Flacco was pretty good for the Jets. I mean, I think he was slinging a little yeah, bit. Elijah Moore. That was a solid sign for them. Yeah. Well, of course, he's not going to play now, but, no, I mean, they, but they played well. I mean, they should have done it earlier. Yep. I mean, Elijah Moore has become, for the Jets, Elijah Moore has become a very, very productive receiver. When they just lost Michael Carter for three to six weeks. Yeah. And they've had – I mean, they're not really – both the Jets and the Giants have too many good receivers to be this bad at football. Like, you look at the receiving court. Galladay, Shepard, Tony, Slayton for the Giants. Evan Ingram. Ingram is there as well. Corey Davis, Jamison Crowder, uh, Elijah Moore. I mean, that, that's way too many good receivers to be this bad, but whatever. I mean, that's why Jason Garrett got fired. And, and what is it? We'll Chris, Her- Chris Herndon is their tight end, I think. Yeah, I don't know if he's healthy, but he is. I think he's still there. Uh, Colts with a statement victory, 41-15. In finally, finally, they let Jonathan Taylor play the entire game. Yeah, I think there's no doubt that he's one of the best running backs in the game right now. If not the I think he's probably the best. I mean, five touchdowns, three on the ground, two in the air. He's just so good. I mean, he's just – he's. I'm surprised that he was not drafted higher. Like, out of Wisconsin, everybody knew he was a stud there. And the Colts get a steal, and I think Frank Reich – is much more into throwing the ball with Wentz than running. But if they're just going to ground and pound, you look at that offensive line and they're going to be really hard to beat, especially like Wentz, as many stupid plays as he makes, he's still overall good enough to win with. Like this he makes some be throws. A, a, a matchup for him. Yep, Tampa. That'll be interesting. I mean, I think, a good run defense and they're getting all their their defensive backs back. Yeah, that's going to be a good game. That's Is that a noon game? That's a little unfortunate that that's a noon game. It's but a I think noon it is. game, three, yeah. or three-point spread. Yeah, well, I'm sure you'll pick that. I don't think I picked it, but we'll have that later. Uh, the Eagles, they become a confusing team. Like, could they make the playoffs? I mean, they beat the Saints 40-29 to in Philly. I mean, the offensive line for the Eagles was dominant in this game. There were so many different clips that I saw from people posting from the film of just a completely clean pocket for Hurts. Like, he had so yeah. much room to operate. And the and Saints – I have, I have a stat for you because, you, you know, lately you've been hating on Hurts. I have been doing that. He's looked pretty bad at times, but he's also – they're winning games. The first 15 first starts, this is a thing between him and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, 4,120 yards of total offense. Hurts, 4,115. So only five yards less. Lamar Jackson, 26 touchdowns. Hurts, 29. Lamar, 12 turnovers. Hurts, 11. Uh, Lamar, 213 first downs, Hurts, 209. That could be a good sign. And that's an example of don't overreact to quarterbacks like myself and a lot of others do. But, um, I mean, they ask Hurts to do a lot more than the Baltimore asked 
Lamar to do at that time. So I think that's significant. But, of course, Hurts doesn't have as much of a running game as Lamar did behind him, no matter who the running back is. Because Miles Sanders hurt. Yeah, and Jordan Howard's not it. Uh, He's just not. Uh, He's older. Yeah. Uh, Washington football team looked like they were going to lose this game. They come back. They beat Cam Newton and the Panthers 27-21 in Carolina. So you had uh, a couple of old Panthers, one more significant than the other, Ron Rivera, go back to Carolina with Taylor Heineke, and uh, they win the game. Yeah. Two in a row for them. Uh, The Niners destroy the Jaguars 30-10. Just an easy win for Shanahan. I mean, the the Jags didn't even – they shouldn't have even gotten off the – off the bus or whatever. I mean, I guess they were home, but whatever. Uh, it works. Uh, the Bengals bounce back 32-13, dominate the Raiders. The Raiders have come back to earth. How many organizational issues they've had, how many roster issues they've had. They've lost three in a row. I like, yeah, I won in fantasy, but I think Josh Jacobs and Renfro were the only guys that didn't give me a touchdown. I have both of them as well. And uh, Jacobs has been – I last thought week, he would be a steal. Last week he was doing good. I'm glad I got Clyde Edwards layer back, but then he's on a buy this week. Yeah, I got a lot of buys and injuries in my team this week, but uh, the Chiefs might be back, folks. Their defense looks pretty good. They really shut down the Cowboys' offense, 19 to nine the final, and they're getting healthy. And here's the big thing: everybody's talking about this. They moved Chris Jones back to interior defensive line, and he's so much better in that spot than he was in the end. And he's not even close. They, the Chiefs got back to running the ball, not just depending on Mahomes throwing and scrambling. And it was really windy, so I think they had to run the ball, and they finally did it. Yeah. So, and Harrison like, Butker, I mean, he's such a good kicker. Yeah, thank God he's on my fantasy team too. I mean, he makes everything. I, I think he, he missed, missed an extra game. point, the first extra point. But yeah, but he made a fifty-four yarder with twenty mile an hour wind easily. Yeah. So he's just he's I, people need to put him in the conversation with Tucker. Like he is so good. But that's really discussion for another day if people want to talk shop on kickers. Uh, Colt McCoy, second win in two seasons at Seattle. Arizona, 23-13. They beat Seattle. Seattle looks dead. They don't have their own first-round pick. You have the Jets and Giants with the Bears and Seahawks picks, two, three, and seven teams. They're going to be set up well. Um, Colt McCoy looked really sharp in this game. I think Kingsbury had him play within the offense. A lot of quick stuff, not trying to make him do too much, using James Conner correctly, using Zach Ertz correctly. He fumbled that one really snap good game and for Kingsbury. Fumbled that snap and still got it to Ertz for the touchdown. Yep. I mean, they were really sharp. And Seattle, you got to wonder if this is the last season for Russell Wilson there. Like, do you trade him? I think you might want to just restart because you don't have your own first-round pick, so this is incentive to get it back. And I think a team like New Orleans or a team like the Giants could even give you a pick. Um, for it, I mean, I feel I like know. he's going to want to go somewhere where he has receivers. The Giants and, and, an, off- and an offensive line. They do not have that at all, so <laughs> that's a problem. Uh, I mean, yeah, you got to make sure to put that in there. That's true. If New Orleans gets Michael Thomas back next season, they have both, like Thomas Callaway, hey, what if Traquan they, Smith. What if it's like a a switch where you just trade Baker for Russell. That would be interesting, but does does Cleveland have the receivers now? They have the line. They have the best line in the league, in my opinion, but do they have the receivers? Just Jarvis there, and Donovan Peoples-Jones is pretty good. But they do have that, you know, Hunt and Chubb, too. That's yeah. such a good – like, they have way too – I know they've had a lot of injuries. They have way too many good offensive players to not be one of the best teams in the league. Mm-hmm. Like, who do you blame this on? Like, Baker's playing hurt. I get it, but he's still playing. And you got to yeah. – you know, I don't know. It's very weird. Uh, Chargers-Steelers, this was a surprisingly – 
good game. Like I thought the Steelers would probably I thought this was like a 21 to 6 game. But the Steelers defense has a ton of injuries. Cam Hayward's still a stud. We learned that. Herbert was brilliant. Herbert ran everywhere. He was so smart in the pocket, making the big throws. I mean, I think people need to remember Justin Herbert would be a New York Giant if he left Oregon after his junior year. Stayed for his senior year, falls into the Chargers lap. Now the Giants stuck with Daniel Jones, but and Austin Eckler had a day. Yep, and Mike Williams getting wide open for that touchdown. 41-37 the final. I said that I'm going to take the under 47, and that wasn't even close to working. So there you go. Uh, and then your team, Bucks, bounced back 30 to 10 dominant win. It was close there for a little bit, then they pulled away. Daniel Jones made some horrendous throws. He really showed you he might not be the guy. The Giants yeah. might be a team that makes a switch I, too. The throwback across the field to the defensive tackle that was, was just so standing bad. there. At least the other one, you know, Devin White was going out it and hitting the cover seen. to another dude. You should have seen Devin White, though. Like, I feel like watching that from the back angle, I don't know how he didn't see him. Maybe he saw him and thought he could fit it. I mean, that was great play by White, but I, that's just not a smart throw. Yeah. And Saquon Barkley, I mean, is this a running back that you pay? I mean, he doesn't stay healthy. When he's on the field, he just – either they don't let him do enough or, like, five, what do you have, five carries, six carries? I mean, that's unacceptable. I don't know if they're trying to limit him, but I mean, you got to also think that line is atrocious. And the other, but the problem for Saquon is that Wayne Gallman and Devontae Booker have been better than Saquon when playing. Yeah. So it's just Saquon's had so many injury issues. I just, he's a tremendous talent, one of the best running back talents we've seen in the last decade, but picking him at two is so hard to justify. Uh, this might be one where they need to cut a season short and let him actually recover. Yeah, and the, their season's over. I mean, last night was really the last chance to have any hope of reviving anything because I think the number six and seven spot in the NFC is kind of open right now. Yeah, so. maybe shut them down after like 14 when you know you're not making anything for sure. And we'll just get into this now. Uh, Jason Garrett was fired by the Giants after this, and everybody knew it was coming because Joe Judge pretty much did everything but fire uh, Jason Garrett when he was talking after the game about how we have way too many good offensive players to be struggling like this. We should be playing better with the amount of talent we have, and he's right. But uh, Jason uh, Garrett just didn't work. Why was that flag picked up when Tony threw that bomb? Yeah, I thought that probably should have been called. That was an interesting one. But, I mean, that's a I never heard of. I never heard why they said they picked it up. Yeah, I don't know. One of the refs must have seen something. But uh, So Freddie Kitchens will be the offensive coordinator now for the Giants, which, if you remember, he was pretty good with Cleveland before he was asked to be the head coach. Then it became a disaster, but maybe he, he'll be a good coordinator. I mean, people probably thought that about Jason Garrett, too, and he was for Dallas. But I mean, he comes from the Alabama coaching tree. Yeah, he does. Uh, so the playoff picture after 11 weeks in the NFC, one through seven, Cardinals, Packers, Bucks, Cowboys, Rams, Vikings, Saints. So a couple interesting matchups there. Your Buccaneers against the Vikings and uh, Cowboys, Rams. So those are a couple good matchups. Uh, the AFC, Titans, Ravens, Patriots. Chiefs, Bengals, Chargers, Bills. You can feed me Patriots, Chargers. That would be an unreal playoff game. And uh, I think Bills, Ravens would be fun too, but it's all going to change. So there's Patriots, what's the Chargers you think would? That's would that would be three and six. And no, I, you think that would be? I think that would be great. I, but what has Bill Belichick done to Herbert? I know he's killed him, but hey, it's the playoffs. You know, maybe Herbert shows a little something. Yeah, but that's also the Chargers in the playoffs. We know how that goes. Here's the thing, though. Both of those games were in L.A. Now you go to New England, things change. Maybe Herbert's like – Yeah, this is, but it's going to be in the snow, too. 
Yeah, the Chargers have no chance, but it'd be fun. To, I think it'd be a fun game to think about until it actually starts. It would be a lot like uh, Colts Bills. Like it was a fun game to think about before it started. Now it's not. Yeah. So we talked about Peterson and Garrett, and then the Texans cut uh, Philip Lindsay from their crowded backfield, which I didn't know they had that many running backs, especially after um, trading Mark Ingram to the Saints. Yeah, I mean, this is a move that is not really surprising, but people thought it was surprising. I thought after this, they only had David Johnson and Philip Lindsay. I thought they might have had one more guy. I don't remember the name of. Um, but that's just a running back room that's just so confusing. Like, I never understood the David Johnson, like the want for David Johnson, but of course that was Bill O'Brien. Um, so, so do you think maybe the Titans signed Philip Lindsay? See that that would make sense. I haven't really thought about that, but I mean, you look at it and why not? Yeah, I mean, if you didn't know. like Peterson after three weeks, why not give Phil Lindsay a try? And you know, he's at least in game shape because he's been on the roster all year. And he's a guy who can do both out of the backfield and um, running the ball straight yeah. up. I mean, he's done it both, uh, done both, but he's kind of fallen off. That's a guy who was really good, and now it's not. But uh, let's do some golf. Interesting tournament last week. Yeah, the RSM Classic, uh, the winner, Taylor Gooch. Heck of a name. Yeah, 1.3 million shot, 22 under. Yeah, I didn't see much of this tournament, but uh, Gooch is a uh, player that contends in a lot of these types of events. And then uh, Friday you have the match, Bryson versus Brooks, 12-hole match at the Wynn Golf Club in Las Vegas, Nevada. Yeah, we will make our picks for that one later. should be interesting. I mean, I I, I guess I'll watch it. I don't know. I mean, it's a four. I'm surprised it's a only 12-hole match. Yeah, I mean, I wonder, number one, if they're, like, going to be bored or if – I don't even – that really makes no sense to me why it would be 12 holes. Or just because those matches – like, the match, they take so long because they sit there and talk and – this is only 1v1, though. That's what makes it weird. Yeah. Like the Rodgers, DeChambeau, Phil, Brady thing took like five hours. They only played like 15 holes. Yeah. And then next weekend you have the Hero World Challenge, uh, defending champion Henrik Stinson. Yeah, there will be a lot of uh, it's the big names showing up probably for one last hoorah before they get ready for the new season next week. And uh, I think Speed's playing in that. Shout out Speed just had his first child. Shout out Jordan Speed. Probably gonna win every single major next season. Not a big deal. Uh college hoops, Jim Calhoun, a legend. Yeah, he retires from D3 St. Joseph's. Well, I didn't know he I thought after UConn he was done. I I I knew that he was there. He was doing a hell of a job there. I mean, hell he said he was not leaving because of his health issues. He had like stomach cancer or something. Um, but he's leaving after four years of building the basketball program. Which St. Joseph used to be an all women's school. He is uh seventy-nine years old. So he's up there. He uh he went twenty-six and three there in his second season. They didn't get out of the first round of the tournament, but twenty-six and three. So he yeah. did a good good job there. No forty-seven and seventeen. They started three and this season, by the way, before he uh retired. So yeah. I mean, he's a legend, though. Two two national championships – or, th- sorry, three national championships at UConn. No doubt. Um, but this is feast week. This is 
a week of so many good games. And while we're recording this right now, Gonzaga is up 22 on UCLA, who's number two in the country. So Gonzaga flexing their muscles. And the Maui Invitational has been interesting. Nobody expected what we'll see with the Maui Invitational Championship today, which is the day of recording this, uh, the day of posting this podcast. You'll have Wisconsin and, uh, and St. Mary's. In that Wisconsin beating Houston, the Battle for Atlantis is a very interesting tournament this season. UConn, Baylor, Loyola, Chicago, Michigan State, Arizona State, Syracuse, some of the teams going to that. Uh, the Hall of Fame Classic, which is wrapping up here with uh, Illinois continuing to be pathetic and losing uh, to Cincinnati, Arkansas, and Cincinnati playing in that right now. Um, but there's a lot of good games this week. And Gonzaga-Duke on Friday, that's going to be a great game. Yeah, it's in Vegas too. Uh, yep, hint, hint. I think Duke might have a chance there. We'll talk about that when, when uh, probably make our picks later. But that's an interesting thing. Uh, the Big Ten is struggling though. Illinois got two losses. Michigan's got two losses. Rutgers just lost to zero and four Lafayette. I mean, Jesus, not a good start for the Big Ten. But the Big East has been good. Big East has been better than people think. Uh, mm-hmm. Seton Hall, hot start. So I don't know. And the West Coast Conference. Before we get to the Major League Baseball West Coast Conference, right now, folks. The West Coast Conference might get three bids, maybe four. I mean, they Gonzaga is going to get in. BYU is good enough to get in. Santa Clara is a good basketball team. Santa Clara has dominated everybody they've played, and it's not like they're playing any slouches. I mean, they beat Nevada, who's not as good as they should be, but they dominated Nevada. They beat TCU handily. Santa Clara, Steve Nash, alma mater, I mean, hey, they might get in. But uh, it's going to be an interesting season. And Feast Week is as good as it gets. Lots of hoops going on in the next uh, few days. And uh, Major League Baseball, we're about to see a strike probably about a week from now. Get ready for the strike. But uh, you can enjoy the awards for now. Yeah. What are they having a strike over? Just a labor dispute. They're trying to make a new CBA. There's always going to be some sort of lockout type deal. So I think we could see guys like Corey Seager and Marcus Simeon maybe sign within this week to get signed before that. But December 1st, CBA expires. And now the union and owners are going to be going back and forth for a few months. Hopefully it doesn't affect the season. So, yeah, you get the NL Cy Young was Corbin Burns from Milwaukee, right? Yeah, that was the right pick. And then the AL Cy Young was Robbie Ray. Uh, he's in what, Tampa? Once again, yeah, Toronto. Uh, Toronto. Yeah, once again, the right pick. Yep. Um, the NL winner was – our MVP winner was Bryce Harper – Yep, I like that pick as well. I think he was the guy there, no doubt. It just that I, that one just sucked. That there in the MVP, there was none of the finalists that made the postseason. Yeah, I mean, and they—I can't really think of anybody that would have been a good candidate. I mean, they just didn't have the numbers. Goldschmidt and, and O'Neill got a couple third place votes, but yeah, Goldie finished like sixth, and O'Neill was like ninth. Yeah, it's a weird season in the NL. Um, the AL MVP was uh, not undisputed. Unanimous? Yeah. Shohei Otani. Yeah, I mean, that was probably the right pick. He had an unprecedented season. And I don't understand the thing with, like, people saying Vlad Jr. would have won MVP any other season. I don't know about that because I think guys have had those numbers that he had or better and not won MVP. And I think part of that is some of those guys were probably DHs, and DH is never going to win MVP. But he had a great season, but – you hit 30-plus home or 40-plus home runs and have an ERA that good in that many innings, I mean, how do you not win MVP? Yeah. It was the right pick. Uh, speaking of the Angels, they signed another one. Remember, they already took Syndergaard. I know they're in talks right now with Stroman, allegedly. Uh, they signed Aaron Loop 
who was a very good leader for the Mets last season. They continue to steal from the Mets after the Mets just stole the GM of the Angels. Or not stole him, but he was fired by the Angels. And I think it was the Mets. Uh, two years, $17 million for Loop. And uh, second pitcher they've taken from the Mets. Could be a third soon if Stroman ends up there. But, and uh, Scherzer's still not signed, right? Scherzer's not signed. I, I'd be quite surprised if it wasn't him going back to the Dodgers. But I know there's a lot of fire with the Cardinals and the interest. I just – I don't see it. I don't know. Unless he takes a little bit less or the Cardinals pony up the money, I don't know. That would entail Mo to actually make some move. Yeah, and if it's not a trade where he can, where he knows he can rob somebody like he did with Goldschmidt and Arenado, he's probably not making the move. Um, but uh, the Giants, they did re-sign Anthony Desclafani, three years, $36 million, and Alex Wood, two years, $10 million. So get, keeping the rotation together, a good rotation, and uh, those guys get paid. Uh NHL. Hockey returns to ABC on Friday. The day after Thanksgiving, two original six teams battle, the Rangers and the Bruins. Uh, good matchup here. I think we'll see, you know, a lot of a lot of maybe some scrums. I think figure, the Rangers figure skating on ice versus hard-nosed hockey. Uh, the Rangers have changed a little bit. <laughs> They've made some changes. I mean, we saw Reeves beating the beating the piss out of some Canadians player a couple weeks ago, so he's made a difference. But uh, the, the game was actually supposed to be Blackhawks Blues on ABC, but the Blackhawks are, are horrendous, so they moved it and switched that to ESPN Plus. So kicking the pants to that rivalry. And, and the Blues did the have a heartwarming game opener the other day. They did. They did. It was like a 10-year-old from – uh, St. Louis Children's Hospital singing the national anthem, forgot the words. The crowd had all their cell phone lights up and chimed in and got him back going. Yeah, it was great. I mean, I just – the Blackhawks, man, so bad. It, embarrassing. I, speaking of Chicago sports, do you think the report – and we didn't write this down, but do you think the report that Matt Nagy is going to be fired after the Thanksgiving game is true? Uh, we were talking about, or people were talking about in our fantasy group text today, and I was just like, I mean, it's all all back and forth. Then there was an article that someone, a reporter, asked Nagy about, it, and he said it's false or fake news. Here's the thing: if they were going to fire him in season, why wouldn't they fire him when a team just went in there with a quarterback who has never started an NFL game and beat them? Why, if they were going to ever fire him in season, it would have been after that game, right? Yeah. So I feel like Why announce that you're going to do it after the Thursday night game? Are you, wanting, are you basically expecting them to lose to the Lions and then be like, okay, you lost to an 0-10 team or 0-11 team? I mean, what a way to open up Thanksgiving, Andy Dalton versus Tim Boyle. Where is that Boy, game now? That's Detroit all the time, every year. Detroit, always. I, we need a petition to stop the Lions from getting a Thanksgiving game is a tradition every year. It's, what it's, are the it's, other Thanksgiving Day games? Raiders, Cowboys, and Bills, Saints. Decent games. Like Raiders, Cowboys, if the Raiders didn't look so bad lately, that'd be a fun one. And Bills, Saints is okay, but the Saints have also been really bad. But the Bills you never are know what you get out of the Raiders, so that could at least be a decent game. And the Cowboys have had a tendency the last few years to not play well on Thanksgiving. And, I mean, like, the Saints, they're just basically counting on their defense because I think Kamara is still going to be out. Yeah, and the Bills' defense needs to bounce back after that shellacking they just took last week. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, college football. Yeah, we talked about a little bit. Penn State and Franklin agreed to a new 10-year contract. I didn't see the numbers or anything on it. I don't know if this is adds on to his 
previous contract or if it's 10 years from now? Well, I think that they need to um, – I think maybe they structured some money up front and just added years onto it. Maybe the later years aren't as much money or something. I mean, I, I just think they were afraid to lose him, right? I, there's a lot of buzz with him and USC, but yeah, LSU now, too. Now I, I think if you're signing this long, he needs to get better – or not better, um, or maybe better coordinators – and produce results. I mean, that's the big thing here. He hasn't produced enough results for the talent he's had. No. And it doesn't help that Sean Clifford has not been healthy this season. Like, if he was healthy, they'd probably win a couple more games. Like, yeah. Iowa specifically, they win that game. But Jahan Dotson could possibly be up there in the votes for the best receiver in college football. Yeah, and they're just – what's Penn State's record right now? Six and – Four or something, seven and three, something like that. Or I, I guess they probably played eleven games by now. But yeah, we'll see if he can do something with this. I, I saw a lot of comments on the Penn State Twitter account after they announced it. Not very happy, but I mean, I wouldn't be happy either if any of my coaches, with the exception of a few, ten-year deal just sounds so insane. Well, no, it's like we talked about before we started recording. It's like, yeah, this isn't Joe Paterno who's been there for years, and you know what you're getting. Yeah. I mean, there's very Saban few or, guys. Or yeah. Saban or someone like that. Those are the guys that can justify doing it. Who was the old Florida State coach? How old are we talking? Like before Jimbo. Oh, man, that's way too far. <laughs> he was know. there for a long time. I can't remember his name. I would know the name if I saw it. I just don't know it off the top of my head. I'll look that up. You go over the new top 25. Yeah, the new AP top 25. Georgia stays at one. Ohio State up three to two. Bama drops one to three. Cincinnati drops one to four. Notre Dame up one to five. Michigan up two to six. Oklahoma State up two to seven. Ole Miss up two to eight. Baylor up two to nine. Oklahoma up two to ten. Oregon drops seven spots after losing to Utah, which we talked about last week was kind of a weird how Utah was favored in that game. Yeah, bad luck for the Ducks. Bad luck. They got the just they got destroyed in that game. That was embarrassing. Uh, Michigan State drops five to twelve after losing Ohio State. Bad. Yeah, they, that was seven drives, seven touchdowns to start that game. BYU up one to thirteen. A and Texas A and M up two to fourteen. UTSA stays at fifteen. Utah up eight to sixteen. Iowa up one to seventeen. Wisconsin up one to eighteen. Houston drops two to nineteen. Pittsburgh stays at twenty. Wake Forest drops eight to twenty-one after losing to Clemson. Uh, San Diego State up one to twenty-two. Louisiana drops one to twenty-three. NC State up one to twenty-four, and Arkansas drops four to twenty-five. Who? What's yeah. the coach's name? Uh, Bobby Bowden. Yeah, he was there from seventy-six to 08, 32 yeah. seasons. That's one of the guys you can sign a ten-year contract with. Yep, no doubt. Same with the old or the old uh, Virginia Tech coach. Oh God, I know his name too. Oh. Look that up while I go for the new college. All right, rankings. here we go. The new college football rankings: uh, Georgia, eleven and zero; Ohio State, ten and one; Alabama, ten and one; Cincinnati is in the top four now at eleven and zero; Michigan, ten and one. Notre Dame ten and one, Oklahoma State ten and one, Baylor nine and two, and this week you have Ohio State at Michigan. 
Frank Beamer. Yep. He was there for 27 years. So that's another guy you could justify giving that big of a contract to or that right. long. So we got three coaches. Saban is in there, right? Yeah. Urban cool. Meyer, when he was – Urban Meyer, if he didn't uh, have have health issues or whatever when he was at Ohio State. Oh, um, Mac Jones at Texas. Yep. Bob Stoops maybe at Oklahoma. Yep, I would agree. Oh, who was that old Kansas State coach? Uh, dang it, another one I forgot. <laughs> like, like you know the names when you see them, you just don't know them off the top of your head. Uh, Bill Snyder, is that him? Maybe. He was there for uh, 16 years, then left, then was there for 10 years. So that's 21 years. Yeah, it has to be him then. Yeah, now they got Chris Kleiman. But, yeah, I mean, the college football playoff rankings, Cincinnati, like I said, they control their own destiny. If they get the 13-0, and they will be in, no yeah. doubt. And they looked better last week. They looked I pretty see, good. I don't know week. how Ohio State jumps Bama. I mean, you score seven touchdowns on seven drives against a good Big Ten team, that's going to – and Bama – Arkansas is better than Michigan State, but Bama's defense is suspect. They're giving up a lot of points. Yeah. I mean, Ohio State playing Michigan, that'll kick one of those guys out. Yeah, Michigan's dead if they lose this. I don't know who Notre Dame plays the rest of the year. Cincinnati um, plays. Notre Dame plays a – I think they play a Pac-12 team this week or an SEC team or an ACC – no. They play somebody that's like a weird – Finding out right now. They play a, a power conference team, I believe, this week. I don't know if it's a good team, but that's who they play. Notre Dame quietly staying in there, though. They play Stanford, who's yeah. three and eight. Pac-12, yeah. So, yep. Oklahoma then, State quietly 10 and one as well. Oh, that's this is the last game of the year. Last week of the regular season, yep. Because then there's already a line on Georgia Alabama SEC championship. Who so who's who will be in the Big Ten? Um Iowa, I think, and Ohio State. Uh, depending on who wins that game. If Michigan wins, they're both eight and one in conference. Michigan would have the tiebreaker, I assume. Wisconsin is above Iowa. Oh, I didn't. They're uh, both Wisconsin. six and two in conference, but Iowa's nine and two, and Wisconsin's eight and three. Wisconsin's offense finally started to play well, and here they are. All right. Um, betting picks of the week 14 and 12 last week for me, five and three in both football, one and five in college hoops. I have been terrible in college hoops. I believe I'm four and eight overall. Uh, two and zero oh in the NHL, one and one in the NBA, zero for five in golf, fourteen and twelve overall. Puts me at uh, two fifteen and one ninety six. I went seventeen and nine. It's a good week. Uh, five and three in college football, four and four in the NFL. I was uh, four and two in college basketball, two and zero oh in the NBA, and two and zero oh in hockey, and zero oh for five in golf. I had. Webb Simpson tied for eighth. Cameron Smith tied for fourth. Harris English cut. Scotty Scheffler tied for 57th. And Louie O, we talked about him. I had him in top 10. He withdrew after the first round. Disappointing. Disappointing week for every golf we picked. Kisner, who I picked, was terrible. Homo wasn't good. Not good. Um, but this my, week. My two basketball games I lost was Indiana State at Old Dominion. Um. 
I picked Old Dominion. Indiana State won that game 77 to 36. And the other Jeez. one was Wichita State at Arizona. Wichita State lost by four. Yeah, Arizona's been coming on. But uh, yeah, I the only one that I got was Kentucky over Ohio. Lost every single other one in college hoops. So not good. But uh, this week in golf, we oh, have the match. Makes me 216 and 201. All right. Uh, the match, number five, Bryson versus Brooks, 12 hole match, win golf club we talked about earlier. Uh, odds to win, who do you like? Um, Brooks at plus 105 is iffy, but I'm taking Bryson minus 125. I'll take Brooks plus 105. He doesn't look good coming into it, but I have a feeling he'll play well here. But so either one of us is getting a point in golf. Yep. We will see. It's a coin toss. Unless, now. unless it's a draw. <laughs> I, that's true. It, I, I could see that happening. Uh, NHL picks. We'll do those for tonight's games. Um, a lot of games, tons of games. This is like a Saturday with how many games there are. But uh, who do you like tonight? I got the Capitals minus 210 over Montreal. And Carolina minus 145 over the Kraken. I'll also take Carolina over Seattle, and I will take the Oilers minus 225 over the Coyotes. Should be a win, you'd think. But uh, NBA picks against the spread, smaller slate tonight, but uh, a couple good games in there. Yeah, I got the Hawks minus four at the Spurs and Portland minus two and a half at Sacramento. We are writing the exact same picks here. Uh, Hawks minus four, Blazers minus two and a half. So. I mean, the other spreads that were available were like the Suns minus like 12. Yeah, I can't take Phoenix again. I forgot who the other – there was only one other game you could pick. I don't remember the game either. But, um, yeah, just a small slate for for Wednesday. Uh, college hoops, pick them games, two Thursday, two Friday, two Saturday. Thursday, who do you like? Uh, Thursday I have Georgetown versus San Diego State taking San Diego State. And then out of the CU or the Conference USA, I have UAB versus New Mexico taking New Mexico. So uh, this is a big test for Richard Patino or Rick Patino, I guess. Richard is the younger one. Rick is the older one. Uh, Iona looked very good this season. I think they're a legitimate team. I think they're a tournament team. I think they're like a 13 seed that could beat somebody and upset them early. Uh, but I'm going to take Alabama to beat Iona in a big test for Iona. And then I will take Richmond to beat Maryland. I just don't think Maryland's very good. And I know the Atlantic 10s look bad, but Richmond, I think, is better than Maryland. So I'll take that on Thursday. Uh, Friday. Uh, I got Oregon State versus Wake Forest. Taking Wake Forest. And Wichita State at Mizzou. Taking Wichita State. Yeah, I like Wichita State. They only lost four by four to Arizona last uh, Friday. Tyson Etienne's a stud for Wichita State. He makes everything down the stretch. And uh, I will also take Wichita State, like I said, but I will take Duke to beat Gonzaga. I think Gonzaga is going to get got. Somebody's going to get him, I think, in non-conference. I think Duke can do it because I think even though Gonzaga has the two-headed monster underneath, I like what Mark Williams does as a defender down low. And Theo John's physical. And you have – Physical. They have depth at the center position. Yeah, and I think the guards there – are fine. I mean, Gonzaga has elite guards. They have five really good guards, but I, I'm telling you, Duke is going to catch them. I think with the fact that Gonzaga is killing UCLA right now while we're recording this gives me more confidence. So and I'll it's take a Duke. neutral site game. Them. Yep, Vegas. Where's the game uh, at it'll tonight? It'll be interesting, though. Vegas as well. Oh. So 
lot of Vegas games. Everything's there, in Vegas. Maui's in Vegas. There. Do yeah, they are traveling tonight they'll or tomorrow night. Yeah, they'll have a they'll have a couple of days though. Uh Saturday games. Um I got BYU at Utah taking BYU. They've looked really good all year. And uh, another team picking that um I should have last week taken Indiana State at Ball State. All right. Uh I'm gonna take UCLA since they're getting beat up by Gonzaga right now. I'm gonna take them to bounce back. Beat a UNLV team that I watched against Michigan. The game ended at 2.30 a.m. Central. I'm a nut job, I know. But UNLV is so out of control. They missed so many shots by so much. They bricked an air ball with like four or five different shots apiece in that game. So I'm going to take UCLA to beat UNLV going away. And then Santa Clara, a team that I hyped up earlier, love that team. They've already beat a really good Big West team. It's UC Santa Barbara. They beat TCU, like I said. Uh, I'm going to take Santa Clara to beat UC Irvine. On Saturday, I like Santa Clara a lot. And now we go to the other side of college sports. We go to college football and an ACC game for Saturday or Friday, whichever one. Uh, yeah, I got Wake at Boston College. Uh, taking Wake minus four and a half. Yep, I'm taking that as well. Wake Forest bounce back minus four and a half. Big 12. Uh, Kansas State at Texas. I'm taking Kansas State plus three. I will take West Virginia minus 15 and a half at Kansas. Uh, I don't think Kansas is good. I think they've already used up all their good performances for this season, especially the one against Oklahoma. So I'll take the uh, Mountaineers. I, did, I don't know how Texas is in the favorite in that game that I picked. They've just been so bad. They're like two and seven. Yeah, but Texas is bad. No, that's what I'm saying. Texas is two and seven, and they're the favorite. Oh, yeah. Um, a lot of talent. I mean, they're not – and Kansas well, State's but... been ranked half the year. Yeah, Kansas State's a better team, but who knows? Maybe Vegas knows something. I don't know. But yeah, uh, I mean it's at Texas, but yeah, big time. Uh, I got Iowa minus one and a half at Nebraska. Another one I don't know how it's that close for spread, but I'll take yeah, it. I think I think Adrian Martinez is out for Nebraska, so like, I almost want to put money on this game. It's very interesting how low that is. Uh, I'll take Michigan State plus two against Penn State. I just think Penn State has so many injuries overall, and I think that the the 10-year extension equals a loss that week usually. I feel like that's kind of how it works. And Michigan State was so bad last week. I also and don't I, know how why they did that right now, why they didn't wait yeah. to end the season. Yeah, he's this is his 100th game this weekend, by the way, James Franklin. Um, and, and Kenneth Walker, he's going to probably have a lot of yards in this game. But uh, let's go Pac-12. Uh BYU at USC. I got BYU minus seven. I'm just riding the BYU train, I guess. Pick so college hoops and football. I faded Arizona State last week. I'm right back on them this week. Arizona is oh. terrible. <laughs> Arizona State minus 20 against Arizona all day. Herm Edwards. Didn't you, didn't you lose that last week? I did. I won the week before. <laughs> I, t- with I them, warned but... you. <laughs> I, I run into Arizona State every single time I pick the Pac-12, so I'm just going to keep doing it, and Arizona State's going to win this week. SEC. Uh, Clemson at South Carolina, taking Clemson minus 11.5. They're ranked in the college playoffs. They just beat Wake Forest. Yeah, I mean, they looked really good last week. Uh, I'm going to take was this, What was the spread on that last week? Clemson was the favorite, right? I think it was like 2.5 or 3.5, wasn't it? Clemson minus 4.5. 4.5. Close enough. I'm going to take Auburn plus 19 and a half. Or wait, did we? No. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Auburn plus 19 and a half against Alabama. 
Uh, three primetime games. Yeah, we got number 12, Old Miss, at 25, Mississippi State. Uh, Miss, And this is a Thursday night game. Egg Bowl. Um, Mississippi State is the favorite. Uh, I'm taking Old Miss plus one and a half. Yeah, I'll take Ole Miss as well. Uh, Matt Coral going to go in there and dominate. Uh, second game is Saturday, number four, Ohio State at number six, Michigan. I'm taking Michigan plus eight and a half. <sighs> I don't think I can do that. I'm going to take I, Ohio State. The only reason I'm doing it is Michigan has the number two rated defense in the country. Yeah, and they I can think, wreck this game. I, I think they, they might not be able to win the game, but it's going to be a close game. I just I can't fall for that. You know, I fall for it every year how Michigan's gonna play with them and keep it close. They just get destroyed every time. And as good as Michigan's defense is, that's is the big house. Ajabo and Hutchinson on the ends for Michigan are elite, two top fifteen edge rushers in the NFL draft on one team. But Ohio State's offense is rolling. CJ Stroud was fantastic last week. Chris Olave and Garrett Wilson are two of the best receivers in the country. And I'm just going to roll with the Buckeyes. They do it every time. So I'm going to take them minus eight and a half. Yeah, I mean, this one might be a long shot, but I just I, – I felt it. You got to take a chance. I mean, Michigan, they're playing for their lives here. Both teams are, but Michigan especially, because how many times year after year after year at Harbaugh cannot beat Ohio State? And Maybe lately they, they've been, you know, having four lost seasons and stuff. So yeah, this is going down to maybe make the college football playoffs last game. Yeah. To then face Wisconsin or Iowa – in the Big Ten uh, championship. Uh, but our, this would almost guarantee Michigan getting in. Yeah. I don't think they would lose in the Big Ten championship if they won this game. But we're going to see it well, first. It depends. If it's Iowa, you don't know. Yeah. Uh, but our night game, the last Prentum game, is 13 Oklahoma at number nine Oklahoma State. The Battle of Oklahoma, I'm taking – uh, okay, state minus four. So I think Oklahoma is going to win this game. Um, Oklahoma is a team that has been heavily criticized, rightfully so. They made quarterback changes. They've looked bad a lot of weeks. But I think they're good enough to win this game. And I think Oklahoma State's just going to kind of have their dreams crushed out of an outside chance at 10 and 1 right now to get in. So I'll take that. Uh, NFL yeah, Thursday, Thursday night. night. Bills at Saints. I'm taking the Bills minus six. Yeah, I will take the um, I'll take the Bills as well. Minus the six. I think that they're gonna bounce back. Sunday night football, Browns at the Ravens. Uh I'm taking the Ravens minus four, hoping that Lamar's playing. Yep, same here. I will take the Ravens minus the four. And then Monday night football, Seahawks at the Washington football team. Uh, I'm taking the Seahawks plus one. I think Russell and the guys are going to bounce back, finally get his receivers going, maybe getting DK and Lockett some more touches. They've got to win at some point. I will take the Seahawks plus one as well. And now we have five Sunday games. Or Thursday. Yeah, if you want, yeah. Uh, the Bucks at Indy, I'm taking the Bucks minus three. Um. Yeah, just go ahead. Let's do all five and then, yeah. Uh, Eagles at Giants. I'm taking the Eagles minus three and a half. I mean, the Giants just, I don't look together. Not good. Not good. 
Panthers at Miami. I'm taking the Panthers minus two. I think just another week of practice with Cam getting the offense. Just going to help them. I think they might be getting some defensive pieces back too. And then Atlanta at Jacksonville. I'm taking Atlanta minus one. This is a shootout of the shittiest teams in the league. Not good teams at all, no. But uh, and lastly, who knows? I have uh, the Chargers at Denver taking the Chargers minus three. So I am going to take um, the Jets plus two and a half at the Texans. I don't think the Texans are physically able to win two games in a row. Um, well, Tyrod's got it as long as they don't puncture yeah. his lung. Yeah, Zach Wilson's going to show why he was number two pick. I think I got a feeling. <laughs> We'll see. Uh, Chargers minus three at the Broncos. I think the Broncos are a dead team. Good night, uh, Denver. It's over. Uh, Titans plus six to bounce back at New England. I don't know if they'll win, but I think they can keep it close. Unless they aren't what we thought they were. So uh, New England's hot. You got to think someone's going to slow them down a little bit. Maybe they can. Uh, Vikings plus three and a half. This team's coming on at San Francisco. And the Giants plus three and a half at home against the Eagles. Giants got to show up or they're going to be in a very bad spot. Like the Titans coming off of that. Horrendous turnover game, and then dropping Adrian Peterson. Your running backs are depleted, and you're going against the best defense in the league right now. You'd feel better if they had Derrick Henry, but they don't. And you don't know week to week if Julio and A.J. Brown are playing. Yeah, I'm just taking a shot. I feel like Vrabel will have them ready to keep it keep it and close. You took the Giants against the Eagles? Yeah, I think the Giants have got to do something. There's so much heat on them right now, criticism, and, uh, and they have not the Jets, been what they should who be. Who are the Jets playing? Uh, the Texans. Oh, yeah. I don't know about a that. barn burner game. Every week we get a terrible game. Every week. Lions, oh, Browns. a week like David Johnson goes off. Tyrod's running for two more. Jets defense isn't very good, but uh, how about some, some soccer before we get out of here? Yeah, what Only did you a few last picks week? this week. I went five and two. Chelsea and Liverpool hit in the Premier League. Barcelona and Real Madrid hit in the uh, La Liga. Bundesliga, I tried to get a draw between the two Berlin squads. Didn't work. And then Verona beat Empoli in Syria. So You got, you got some MLS two. picks? I did pick one. There's only Woo! one MLS game, and I did pick it. Uh, so we'll have that. Uh, I, in the Champions League, I'm taking Liverpool again, plus 100 against Porto or Porto. I don't know how to pronounce that. Uh, and then Europa, I will take Leverkusen minus 220 against Celtic. I've picked Leverkusen about 20 times. Then my last pick, MLS, Major League Soccer, Portland Timbers plus 400 against the Col- uh, Colorado Rapids. The last time I picked this big of a dog was uh, a plus 425 D.C. United team over Columbus crew. Nailed that one. We'll see if I can get this one. But 22-14-1 uh, and one overall in those picks. So that'll, that'll do it for us. Uh, number 40 next week will be the first one of December, December 1st. And everyone, you know, have a great also Thanksgiving. The start of men's men's farm league. That's right. That's right. Maybe we'll do a farm league report every week on the on the program. Maybe we'll have to do that. <laughs> Add that to the doc. But uh, we'll see you beginning of December for episode 40. Deuces.